Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Check out Reverend Guitar's incredible range of artist signature models. With nearly as many artist line guitars as they do in their standard range, there is something for every type of player. The Greg Koch signature Gristlemaster and the Pete Anderson Eastsider T are both examples of wonderful twists on a classic T-style guitar. The Pete Anderson offers a more traditional appearance, but with plenty of hot rodding going on under the hood. Modifications include a chambered body, stainless steel saddles, compound radius fretboard from 10 to 14 inches, embossed knobs, and a push-pull face switch for loads of tonal options. Whilst the Greg Koch has the very modern Fishman Fluence pickups and a gorgeous non-traditional raised center ridge. These subtle alterations result in an incredibly cool looking to die for blend of retro and modern. Both guitars offer different but wonderful T-style alternatives at Reverend's usual fantastic price point. Check them out, along with the rest of Reverend's substantial range of guitars and basses at reverendguitars.com. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jay Cross. Hi, Joe. And Mark Packham. Hello there. Yes, that's right. Mark is back, everyone. The original guitar nerd has uh, has joined us after a, a hiatus of some weeks. Thank you very much for for joining us again, Mark Packham. That's right. It's been a nice little holiday. I've been uh, I was literally on holiday, um, and mm. uh, yeah, just been you know having a bit of time off and you know but ch- chillaxing. Let's put it that way. Nice. Um, yeah, sounds ominous. That, no, it's been uh, it's been good. I've done nothing. Uh, nothing. I've done nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. I've done nothing. Climbing you again, you know, back on the old rock climbing, that's good. Um, oh, yeah, I popped around yours the other day, and I quite liked that you had all of your guitars on quite neatly displayed on stands. Yeah, for, I mean, for the, first time, for the first time in my life, I've actually bought some guitar stands rather than yeah. just have them sort of lying around. What uh, stands did you get? Oh, Hercules, always. Oh, I always nice. go for the the, uh, the... the mini ones, the tiny little portable Yeah, the mini ones, ones yeah. But they yeah, are yeah. so good. I don't know why everyone else's stands aren't that small and compact. They're what actually they called? really good. 421B? Is that yeah, it? that's the one. That is the one. And Jay, and Jay will correct us if that's not right. I, and it's I the, think they are 421B. Yeah. The nitro-proof foam as well. 
Yeah, well, um, yeah, obviously I've got that Nitro Strat and I've, I've got the Les Paul, so yeah, that kind of um, makes sense. I'll tell you what, I actually... So the my uh, Boss Katana has been under my desk right. this entire lockdown. It was Oh, in so the li- what, what amp is in the living room then? Well, so the Katana was under my desk because... Uh, since the lockdown thing happened, um, we had to make room for for Ella to work in the living room, so the yeah. amp like had to come out, and it's been under my desk. And I like Plus, I've been you're using... so short, you probably need to stand on there to reach the desk. That is true. I do need that to uh, to yes to to reach my no. That's not true. Uh, so it's been under my desk, and I've been using it a bit. Like I've been using it on headphones. I can't really plug it in in the room that I'm in. Because Aren't you guys not... the same height? I'm a bit... No, yeah, we are probably... Yeah, I'd say I'm probably yeah. a bit taller. No, that is not true. If anything, I'd say I'm taller than Joe. Um, and I mean moral standing, not like... <laughs> not is that, that's, that's That's the tiebreaker. That's the goal difference. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. We're about the same height yeah, yeah. physically. <laughs> right. So it's, right. you know, who is who's more enlightened, <laughs> who's, I would say. Who's higher up the table, yeah, yeah. Me. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So um, anyway, the, the app's been under my desk. I've been using it on headphones and stuff, but I was like, do you know what? I just need to turn guitar up a bit loud um and so i was in the house on my own the other night and i plugged in the katana and i just went through all my guitars like i've you know i've got four guitars out in the living room and i've been playing them unplugged pretty much this entire time that we've been stuck at home um and i hate to say it but i just i always come back to the Les Paul jr i was like I'll, really I'll, I was like, even I'll plug with the strat there yeah the strat's really fun obviously i bought the casino over lockdown mm. played with that for a bit played with the strat for a bit plugged in the Dan Electro that was pointless because they don't in my opinion they don't sound uh, great plugged in there the neck pickup <laughs> sounds fine the bridge pickup doesn't sound particularly great for what I want to use it for right. brilliant guitars acoustically as I've talked about many times on this podcast and then I was like okay I'll plug the Les Paul Jr in and it's just it's just so much better than all my other guitars and I don't know if it's because I've had it a long time and what it's year like, is it 2002 i think right. or 2003 i can't remember i had a revelation uh the the uh, a few months ago on the podcast didn't i where i worked out it was actually a different year to what i thought oh i thought you meant the brand with no 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 this this guitar and i, I thought i think i thought it was 2003 but it was actually 2002 i would I need see. to go and check i think it's 2002 anyway and uh yeah i just plugged it in and like just on every setting that bridge, that pickup, you know, it's one pickup. On my one, the volume and tone controls don't even work. They're, you know, they're like bypassed. Um, and just on every sound, it sounds great. Clean sound, brilliant. Crunchy sound, brilliant. Ridiculous overdrive sound, absolutely brilliant. There's yeah. nothing that that can't do. And to be honest, it's just got me in the mood to just buy another Les Paul Jr. Like I've been, I've just been looking at stuff all day thinking like, I don't need this at all because I've got a wicked guitar. But what if I bought an SG Junior or something? Or you know, like they are cool. I mean, I'd love to get just a single pickup SG Junior. Um, but uh, yeah, there's the I, I don't think I've got the funds right now. Yeah. But so I've been looking at like sounds like uh, you got some superfluous guitars knocking about though. Well, yeah, but then I feel bad because I, I bought the Casino recently. I bought the Strat recently. I want to hold on to them. The Strat I'm actually really enjoying a lot. Um, this is the first Strat you've ever owned. No, my first. Well, my first guitar wasn't a Strat. The first guitar that I had, electric guitar, that I had was a PV Raptor, which is kind of Strat esque. Uh, and then I traded that in for a Japanese Strat, um, which was the first kind of proper electric guitar. Well, first mm. like non-beginners electric guitar that I owned. It was like a n- early nineties 
Japanese strat. Black with a red perloid pick guard. Oh, that sounds awful. It was, yeah. <laughs> it looked it looked really bad. I bought it because I was a massive Nirvana fan at the time and obviously You, you were? Know, really? Yeah. I you? love Nirvana. Yeah. Oh. I still listen I was listening to Nirvana only this morning. Oh wow, how about um, we listening to? Uh what did I listen to? I think I listened to do you know what? I can't even remember. I think it was a bit of in utero. Um, what, uh, what did you listen to this morning, Jay? Uh, what did I listen to this morning? Yeah, yeah. I want to know what we all listened to. I've spent the, the day basically just listening to like some Screamo. I think basically just Screamo all day is what I listened to. Um, Any I, band in particular? I uh, discovered this band who I had never heard of before called I Hate Sex. And um, they're wicked, really, really good. Why have I asked you? That's basically. Yeah. I just, so I started off by listening to um, listening to this band Lord Snow, who are uh, yeah, just like a Game of Thrones I, theme. Game of Thrones theme. <laughs> I assume that's where the name came from. I don't know. The the, re- the first record came out in like 2012 or something. So I think it predated the show, but obviously not the books. Um, and then, yeah, like after listening to that Lord Snow record, Spotify pushed me over to I Hate Sex. And I was like, this is so good. I'd ne- never heard it before. And it's like absolutely the sort of thing that I'm into. So mm. I just, uh, yeah, played, um, what's the record called? Uh, the record is called Circle Thinking. And uh, yeah, basically just listened to that all day. I probably listened to that like five times, which is, you know, it's like, 18 minutes long so that's not <laughs> wow. very much but uh yeah that's what i listen to what about you oh, awesome i uh first thing this morning i listened to um uh, a letter home by neil young it's an album he made in 2014 that jack white produced and you probably know the story of uh, when jack white white uh, purchased and restored a i think it was a sears um, recording booth, so the sort of thing that would be in a, an American department store in the 50s, and it records straight to wax then and there, and you'd have a little seven inch to take away. Well, we talked so, about this last week or the week we? before. Oh, because, did we? Oh, yeah, 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 because I assume that is now in his uh, recording studio or the record. Um, hmm. we, we talked about it with regards to that pedal that he released. And oh, I think yes, I think that it was, was last Matty. week. Yeah, I think Matty I've must been... have talked about the fact that yeah, there's this this booth where you can go and record straight to straight to mm. vinyl. Maybe that was what made me look up that album because I've been listening to it sort of on and off all, all week. So maybe that was maybe Matt said something and I went because I was aware of the record. I just realised I'd never given it the time and actually listened to it. Huh. But it's good. He just does like a lot of kind of folk classics like a couple of dylan songs that that dylan song that dylan did with johnny cash the girl from the north country, country i can't remember yeah. what that one's called i hate that and version of that song yeah me too actually um, the, the dylan one on his own is much much, much better. better yeah i uh, it's it's if you listen to the dylan cash version it's like they forget what's happening at the end it ends yeah. in a really weird place because they I both mean, they mess prob- up yeah they probably did yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I always, that, that, always skip because that's like, isn't it the first song on Nashville Skyline? Mm, yeah, it Let's is. Let's have a look. Yeah. I always skip over that because I'm like, oh, well. First or second? It it's might just, be the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the first one. And then the second song is uh, Nashville Skyline Rack, which is like an introduction to the album. Yeah. So it's like there's this weird duet at the beginning. It's really And then weird. it's like, oh, no, the proper album starts now. It sounds so half done. But yeah, the, the, Neil, the Neil Young version is excellent. Um, is is really good, and he does like some Gordon Lightfoot and a couple of other things on there. But 
Um, it's ob- it, obviously it has all the cracks and the pops and the you know the, the the wax doesn't record perfectly, so sometimes it it speeds up and slows down because he's doing it on a you know whatever a seventy year old booth machine, and then it's just converted straight to digital from there. Um, but it's it's an interesting listen. It's definitely a hard listen because there's there's no like bass. It's so much treble. It's so much like. What's this just, record you know, called? I'm gonna listen to this. It's after called we A Letter Home uh, by Neil Young. Um, it's just uh, banging it into the old Spotify now. There you go. Yeah, you should definitely you should definitely give it a listen. Um, now, before we start talking about more guitar things, uh, I need to give another quick mention to the Pink Giveaway, which we're doing. We've teamed up with uh, the wonderful Ernie Ball, Music Man, and also with Bad Penny Effects to give away one pink Sterling by Musicman Cutlass short scale and one you just pink say music, music Musicman. Man. I always do that, like policeman or fireman, you know. I always apply this. Yeah, but, yeah, but those, those are jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Musicman is not a job. Spiderman. <laughs> Peter Spiderman. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so we've teamed up with Musicman and uh, <laughs> and with uh, Bad Penny Effects. Uh, yeah, so, so we're giving away the short-scale Cutlass in Shell Pink, and we're giving away a Bad Penny Effects Nerd Fuzz, which is... Um, which is a fuzz pedal that they're about to release with its own name, and it's a it's a, a fuzz pedal with a second and alternative tonal control on there for for a, a, a different fuzz sound. Really cool. I'm going to pop a little video up of it later this week so you can hear what it sounds like. But I think it's wonderful. The Bad Penny Effects is coming these lovely like wooden chassis. Um, they look super cool. So from now until the 26th of October, you can enter to win. All you need to do is visit us on any of the major social platforms and find the pink giveaway entry post. I'll be putting them up intermittently, you know, several times throughout the the you know weeks leading up to the giveaway. So you can you can enter on any of those. Um, from there, all you've got to do is comment on the post and tag a friend who you think should also enter. We're going to announce the winner right here on the podcast on the episode airing on the 28th of October. Of course, we record a couple of days in advance, so entries are open until the 26th. You should get involved, everyone. So okay. this week... Okay, I will. Can we win? Yeah. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Okay. Why not? Oh, that would okay. save some postage, yeah. Sorry. In fact, should we save just on postage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you guys can just come and get it. No, 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 you no. have to come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I win, okay. if I win, you've got to drop it off. But I also don't want to see you. Okay. If you could just it, like leave it in the porch. Can we do like yeah, contactless delivery? But I also yeah. want us to see like faceless Joeless delivery. That's what I want. I want it to be delivered by. I actually, do not I, want to see you. I actually think this is a service you should offer to who, whoever wins, wherever they are. Right. Um, right. So what, like a face-to-face delivery. Well, yeah, but yeah, they don't but see like, you. They just get the, they get the, see you. Yeah. They're, they're, do I, do I wear rest. a mask? No, 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 no. no. You, you drop it at the door. It. You knock on the door. Then you run away, yeah. and they pick it up safe in the knowledge that you've had to go sufficiently out of your way to yeah. deliver it. So okay. I would. I really hope that uh, whoever wins this lives in a country that is currently under some sort of stricter quarantine guidelines <laughs> than the UK government, you know, would offer to other countries. So, mm. Joe so has to you get have there, to, quarantine yeah, yeah. for two weeks, mm. then travel to the area, yeah. uh-huh. knock on the door, leave it, run away, then get back on a plane and quarantine for two weeks when you get back. It's a, I, it's a, it's a month-long round trip. I think that's fantastic. I'm, I'm personally really into this idea. Okay, yeah. In that case, let's do it. That's what we're offering. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm game if you're game. We'll uh, we'll do that. Hand delivered service, but I, you won't ever see me. <laughs> Wonderful. That's that's uh, that's what we're going to go. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about some some guitar stuff. Sad news this week because of course, um, dear Eddie Van Halen passed away. Um, a real kind of knock to the guitar community with him passing away so so young. Um, and of course, every everything that Van Halen gave to the music community transcended far further than you know his his music the fact that there was evh the brand and and all the kind of the guitar innovation for musical instruments themselves as well as just playing um that he's kind of you know brought to the world so yeah what rubbish it's this absolute rubbish but that's um, what when you ask me what i've been doing this week i have been listening to a lot of van halen oh um, really well primarily watching videos because uh, ella was not too familiar with some of the stuff um so we just like watched basically all of the music videos that we could find on youtube uh, and firstly um yeah dave is obviously ridiculous but the thing that stands out is like um how the songs are kind of the songs are great they're really catchy and they're tight pop songs but the thing that like makes them totally different is just okay it's guitar solo time and <laughs> normally that's just for me i normally find guitar solo time is like unless it's like george harrison or something it's like okay this is wasted time in the song before we get to the next amazing chorus but with van halen it's like okay this is a separate thing that's kind of lives in the song that is worth listening to on its own. Do you know what I mean? It's like, even on stuff like, I don't know, I think we watched like Panama or something and then there's just like this bit where it's like, okay, it's guitar solo time and it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's obviously a wonderful player. I, I have to admit to also being, you know, very limited on how Let's much Stop I, there. <laughs> on how much i actually sort of you know got involved with anything van halen i kind of I'd, I'd hoped sort of matt was going to be on this podcast because i think he was more capable of talking about this than than i knew i was going to be i do uh, I, I feel like there is a bit of a generational thing i feel like everyone i know who really likes van halen is just a bit older than we are um right. and because they were you know, almost like a pop band. You think about things like, yeah, Panama or like Jump or, or whatever. They were massive, massive songs. And I think, you know, there was a time when it's like, okay, everyone's just got like Van Halen 1 and 1984. Um, those are albums that just everyone owns. And I feel like that was just a little bit before our time, you know. Yeah. Um, I, and I think like if you're really into Van Halen, you're our age, it's because you're like, mad about van halen not just because they were sort of records that everyone had um but i do think that you know that van halen van halen does seem to hold a particular place in the sort of american psyche do you know what i mean like they are a big but they were they were the biggest rock band at the time yeah. um and i firstly i don't think that translates particularly well for over here but also for for people our age i think it's just a slight bit older like van halen really were the band um but having said that go back and listen to it now and like loads and loads of it still holds up really well i've had a real good time this week just going back and listening to um to some stuff also reminded me of some really good times when we used to work at gack as well where when we had the pa department was like downstairs in a little sectioned off bit 
the CD that was in the CD player. Like people would normally bring their own music in to listen to on like their phone or iPad or iPod or whatever. Um, but there was just one CD that was in the the uh, CD player, which was I think Van Halen one, um, because it was like so bombastic sounding and like massive if you wanted to blow someone away with the PA like you know if someone was buying like a small well you know like a medium sized PA you just put that on and then put it up to kind of like turn those Mackie thumps up well exactly yeah you'd put it up to kind of like just above tolerable levels uh, and they'd be like look it could do this and everyone was like always blown away by that um that's that's kind of like my van halen memory as sad as that sounds is using it as a demo cd but um (laughs) that's that is when i've listened to most of that because i listened to that album like loads and loads and loads doing those demos and stuff and um it's really good it's really good music to listen to very loud yeah yeah (laughs) yes absolutely um, I probably need to spend some time listening to it. I, I, I feel like I, yeah, that's, this is is something that I shouldn't miss out on. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it a go. I feel like uh, they ha- they hold a similar thing to like ACDC for me, mm. where like when I put it on, I put on the songs that I know. I'm like, this is some of the best music ever. The problem is that I haven't. It wasn't really around at a time. Uh, when I was kind of discovering music enough so that I'd, you know, dig in. I know every album backwards and would like dig in and find more and stuff like that. For now, I just appreciate it as like, yeah, they've got some really, really good singles. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, MXR um, sent us a couple of, of pedals through this week. We got the uh, the FOD, which we spoke about. I think we speak about this last week, Jay, or the week before. Yeah. The yeah. FOD drive pedal. Uh-huh. So we've got that, and I'm going to spend some time on that over the, uh, you know, over the next week or so. But um, and also, I think Mark, you want to have a go on this as well. I'm going to send this over to you. So the FOD MXR drive is a similar idea to the uh, um, to the Dookie drive in that it's blending two amps uh, together on the drive signal. So it's very much FOD like FOD is the name of a Green Day song, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. That's, that's a coincidence. Yeah, ah, there you go. Yes, it's uh, MXR are quite vague about what the two amplifiers are. It's a it's a classic. One side is a classic rock amplifier, and the other one is a classic high gain amplifier that you can blend between. They've done some great little videos showing how you can achieve everything from like you know seventies like flubby rock sounds to that sort of eighties tight hard rock thing. Um, but it's a really cool pedal, really interesting, and I'm looking forward to having a go on that. And also their new tremolo, their 305 tremolo, which which is a stereo tremolo with six different modes and a hidden mode where you can press the gain switch, I think it is, and it changes it to an envelope mode. So, uh, so the sensitivity of your playing dynamics affects the envelope of the tremolo effect which i think is a really interesting way to there was something else recently that did that wasn't there a tremolo that was dynamic sensitive so you could play softly and and your playing would go over the so origin effects that was it it was the origin effects drive and tremolo that me and matt loved so much matt in fact bought one after we had one for a brief while to to demo i think that had the same feature of being able to play softly and essentially bypass that tremolo and then when you dig in it really kind of cuts your notes up which is uh which is very very cool indeed but um yeah i i am excited 
especially by this tremolo and just the amount of options that there are here six different tremolo sounds kind of so everything from like a bias 60s tube amp style to um like their revo style which is more extreme and then you know a bunch of other stuff some square wave things very cool this is a very cool product indeed all there uh, the FOD looks great. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, drive pedals that have got where where you can blend between two different signals. I think that is uh, what was that Fender Distortion that did that? That was the what, Pugilist. The Pugilist did it. Oh, did yeah. the red one do it as well? The um, Santorana. Santa, Santorana. No, yeah. no, you the Santorana had like a, a another. It's got like a boost circuit. Oh, I see. Uh, so it wasn't blendable. But the the Pugilist, I think, is great. The Dookie Drive did it. Obviously, that was great. The uh, Boss, um, what is the Boss uh, one? The that JHS, was the... the Boss JHS thing. The, yes, um, which is the driver, the thing that drives. It drives <laughs> uh, the dr- uh, dr- a. White, I'm going to look oh, it up. A, I'll get it. Uh, the wire. Angry the, driver. Angry driver. God angry damn. driver. Yeah, the baby driver. <clears throat> Yeah, great movie. Uh, well, great movie. Yeah, great movie. Uh, just pedals like that, I think, just sound really, really good. So I'm really keen it's to give a great this idea, FOD, isn't it? FOD a go. Yeah. Well, the, you know, I mean, we, we, just, drive. we just spend so much time kind of blending in drive signals that why not blend between two driven signals? I mean, that's all anyone really wants. I mean, do, it, do, does anyone really want to hear their clean signal? No. <laughs> you want to hear a drive sound and another drive sound. It's it's a great way of kind of adding extra control to how you tailor your drive tone without adding like, you know, another 10 different bands and switches for you to do it. Just having these two overall predetermined drive sounds and being able to mix between them in order to fill out whatever sort of hi-fi you want to fill out. I think it's really cool. It's a great idea. Yeah. Um, and like I you said, th- the trim looks wicked as well. Um I think that'll be yeah that'll be cool a lot a lot going on there but they've managed to fit it into the small housing which is you know pedalboard real estate people don't really want a massive tremolo pedal do they you know I think exactly I mean some people do some people love those sure. big pedals sure but do you uh, no I'd rather have smaller housing oh okay, okay. Um, smaller can I, what, 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 while we're on the uh, subject of MXR I bought and sold a carbon copy <laughs> this week. What? <laughs> I, Why would you sell it? It's part of the problem. Flippers. Yeah, I know. Flippers, well, that's what it is. So basically, I bought Carbon Copy because I was thinking like, ah, oh, you know, I've been playing a bit more guitar. I've got the amp out. Like, maybe I'll just like buy some pedals. And I saw a Carbon Copy come up for a decent price. And I was like, yeah, I'll get that. Yeah, I'll, I, you know, I remember I remember liking them back in the day. And um, I plugged it in. And I was like, this is too dark sounding for me, I think. <laughs> Basically, what I what I would want is the carbon copy bright, and I I, I just I, I plugged it in. and I was like, I'm not into this at all. It really struck me in a very different way than I remember it doing. Really, um, it was just too dark sounding. I think whether whether I was just using it with the wrong guitar or whatever, I don't know. So um, I basically sold it again for a, a you know a, a price that was decent. I, Flipper I, Las I, Vegas. I, I let it go Flipper. cheap. No, I didn't, I didn't flip it. Las I, Vegas! 
I uh, I let it go for a price that was very affordable for someone. And uh, was it more or less than you paid for it? I that don't want to comment on that. Okay, it cool. was more or less. I do not want to <laughs> comment on that. Yeah, it was more or less the same as I bought it for that week. That's not what you told me. <laughs> it was more or less. Um, and but yeah, it was nice to hear a carbon copy again. But I've realised that actually I don't think it's for me. Do you know what? I think if I was going to get a delay pedal these days, I actually don't want an analog delay. I think the thing that what I know what I, I know I, what things have changed a lot, Joe. It's been that a long doesn't time. make sense. You're it's, not in an eighties hard rock band. Of course, you need analog delay. I think digital delay sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I just I need a bit of clarity I think off the delay because uh, you know like I'm using a decent amount of gain and I think just putting an analog delay in there just kind of muddies things up a bit too much. Um, so I think if I was going to get a delay another delay pedal, which I might do, I, I'm I, do you know what? I've been so tempted to get back into pedals. I know that we've I've got about so, it. we've got so many delay pedals here, Mark. Well, why don't you do me a selection and I'll because well, they're all analog. Yeah, but they. Because when them... someone, when a company contacts us and says we've got this digital platter. delay, I say get out. <laughs> you say no, no. Um, so maybe I'm toying with the idea of getting some pedals again, but we'll we'll see. But yeah, the the I have to admit I was quite surprised that a carbon copy didn't do it for me because I remember the no. like I remember liking them so much back in the day. But yeah, maybe I think my cha- my taste has just changed. I think um I want something a bit brighter, and maybe the carbon copy bright would do it. Who knows? But um, yeah, it was you know nice. what I think it was might nice be to have one solution. for twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do have a carbon copy bright actually. Okay, I'll, I'll dig it out. But do you know what I think might be the solution for you? Just because, especially if you're looking for something where you're not, I guess you're not one hundred percent sure what tone you want. You just know it wasn't the carbon copy, and the carbon copy does one thing, and that's it. So it's kind of like if you don't like that, then it's not for you. I have no idea why it wouldn't be for you, but you know th- th- that's the point. The mirror image delay by Fender uh, is is actually a fantastically versatile delay pedal, just because it has a ton of modes on it. And you know, do you know what I think? Uh, without you know, mean to cut you off, Chad. Do, th- do you know what I think? I might get Boss DD three. <laughs> <sighs> okay, just because they're no money, and like if you buy a used one, they're no money at all. They're like super affordable. It's been like. The delay pedal that everyone's had, you know it's going to last. If I like it, you know, I can put it on a board and it will be there. But I just, I'm kind of just into the idea of getting stuff, trying it, and if I don't like it, just sell it on again. Mm-hmm. Um, I see DL4. I'm surprised you don't... You had yeah, a DL4 yeah, before, DL4. right? I've never owned a DL4. Uh, no, that's a light. No, I did have a DL4 for a little bit, actually, saying that. Yeah, uh, a few years ago. It, they're just massive... Like I do yeah. like them, and they are really fun to play with. But I think these days, like I just want smaller stuff that actually does less stuff. Um, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna build a pedal board again, I think it would be like yeah, five or six pedals that all just do like one thing really well. I don't really need a DL4. Um, I uh, I reckon I use huge. the Anna Sounds Utopia delay more than anything else. I don't think I'm actually familiar with that. I don't think I have I even tried it. When did it come out? Uh, a, a, a while ago, like a while ago. Maybe it was one of their earlier pedals because I think I've got an early version when it was in a, a slightly uh, darker woodhouse. Yeah, did we maybe we tried it for gear of the year one year? No, maybe. I think that was the compressor that we tried for oh, gear of the year. We got the we got their compressor because the compressor was new. It had a like a um a sort of an origami panda etched into the front of it. Oh yeah. And it was oh, a really yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, a really yeah. simple compressor where the amount of compression was predetermined. 
Yeah. And I think, I can't remember what it was. Was it like the level or something like that was the only controllable feature? Oh, the mix. It was the blend. It was just a blend between a predetermined compression amount and your dry signal. Yeah. Which I thought was excellent. But yeah, the delay came out before that, which was their Utopia delay. Dead simple analog delay, which had a modulation switch, much as the carbon copy does. But the modulation switch was was pretty heavy. Like, uh, I think the carbon copy is quite subtle. But yeah, with this one, it was... It, it was a good, you know, weird Sorry, amount you thought the modulation. carbon copy modulation was quite subtle? Yeah. Well, you can vary it, though, can't you? Cause it's yeah, got trim I mean, it had, a tr- it had a trim pot, yeah. but, I uh, mean, it, it was... Well, in comparison to something like the Seymour Duncan Vapor Trails, where you can control the modulation, sure, and you can yeah, just okay. make it go bonkers. I love a bit of crazy modulation on my delay tails. Um, I was talking to a friend of the podcast, well listener to the podcast uh friend of me uh matt reynolds the other day and he was telling me that he uh just bought a carbon copy deluxe to upgrade his old carbon copy because he wanted the tap tempo and that's Mm. something that i kind of hadn't really thought about with with the with carbon copy is you know having the the tap tempo on the analog delay and it also it's, has modulation controls, doesn't it? You it's got modulation control controls, the... and it's got the bright switch, so you can turn right. it into a uh, into a uh, carbon copy bright as well. That's I don't think cool. I ever tried one. I can't. I can't remember. Mm. Um, but that was that was you know that seemed like a cool product, but yeah. you know not really fitting your bill of being small and yeah small Abs- and dainty mark i just i'm at the moment i'm on the fence with regarding like what i do next for guitar stuff because like as stupid as it sounds like i plugged in all those guitars the other night the best one was the one that i've had for you know whatever it is <laughs> 17 years or however yeah. long ago that is um and the boss katana you know we've discussed it before i don't need anything more there wait so- is it a katana or a katana mark two katana one ah it's a one. You've, got the, you've still got good delays on that. Yeah, totally. And the effects on there are fun to play with. It's just like, do I just want to buy some toys? And if I'm doing that, then I might as well get some stuff that is like not mega expensive, but kind of sounds roughly how I want it to sound. And yeah. the carbon copy just wasn't doing it for me the other day. You know, we've talked about that it's a great delay pedal, but it's just a bit too dark for me. Um, so I'm just going to mess around with some stuff. I'm feeling I'll, like pretty I'll carefree. I'll send you some stuff. I'll send yeah. you some stuff. Send me the some JHS, stuff. JHS Pink Panther, what a wonderful, you know, you can you can have it as an analog or a digital delay. Of course, it's not the Pink Panther anymore. It's the Lucky Cat, but the one we have in stock is the... Pink Panther. Do you know, that's what's got me at the moment is that I, I I haven't been watching much guitar stuff. I have to admit, while I've not been on the podcast, I haven't really been listening to the podcast. I've not really been listening to guitar podcasts. I haven't really watched any YouTube stuff apart from the JHS show, which I'm now watching. Like I'm going through working back through the catalogue. And like the thing that I think is really good on there is that it's it's hardly ever about expensive stuff. It's usually about stuff that's super affordable. Oh yeah, that's why and, I don't watch it. Yeah, but it does make you want to buy stuff, and like that has kind of got me thinking. Like oh, maybe I'll just get some cheap pedals again and just have a mess around. Um, you could get the three series delay from JHS. Yeah, I mean that looks super cool as well. Uh, I'm just I'm kind of into the idea of just buying some used stuff, um, hmm. just because yeah, obviously it's it's generally a lot cheaper. Um, we've got a Demodash. We've got a Demodash video tape echo as well. Yeah, I like. I remember. Cool. 
liking that back in the day. There's a few mm. other things that I'm looking at. Um, we talked a bit more uh, a bit before about Bluff Chill devices. They make a really good delay pedal, but you, obviously it's only really brand new. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I'll report back next time I'm on the pod. I might, you know, I might come back and I've got a timeline and a, you know, a, oh, um, don't do that. Just H9 get the DD500 like if you're going to do that. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, so yeah, I'll report back. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, do that. You could, of course, get the, you know, the GT1000 Core, which is like every boss pedal ever in yeah, but a it's, double it's amp got, housing. It's got a screen and stuff. That's trying to, what I'm trying to move away <laughs> That's from. What you're trying to that That's why sense. I might just buy a DD3 because it's DD3, isn't it? Well, how you can't go wrong with a DD3. No, that's true. That's very true. Um, the, the DD3 is nice and simple, I guess. I just, I think it's a little bit <sighs> meh. You know, it's it's there. It's yeah, fine. but that's kind of what I delay. That's kind of what I want. I don't want to spend very much money. Look, I'm looking at some right now. They're like fifty quid. It's, what it's, is it's that? A, what they go for? Like a used one? Yeah, there's one here for like fifty quid. One at like sixty quid. Yeah, no. they're no money. Yeah, we'll they're no one. money. So get maybe one. I'll just get a DD3. Guitar Nerds is brought to you in association with Faith Guitars. Based right here in the UK, Faith Guitars are designed by British guitar luthier Patrick James Eggle, who has been hand-building guitars for decades for some of the biggest names in the business. Founded in 2002, Faith Guitars have been voted the UK's best acoustic guitars five times in a row by both the public and panels of music industry experts, so you can be confident in your new Faith Guitar. Like all quality acoustics, Faith Guitars are made of all solid tone wood, so you can be sure they'll start off sounding great and improve year on year. Faith don't use laminated woods. But you'll be pleased to know that despite the all solid tone woods, the superb specification and handmade construction, Faith Guitars are still affordable, with prices starting at around £450 or US$600. Discover the range at faithguitars.com and then visit one of the many UK or European retailers to try them for yourself. But hold up! If you're in the USA or Canada, you can buy direct at faithguitarsusa.com and by using the coupon code NERDS at the checkout, you can get an exclusive 10% discount. So, in the UK and Europe, check out the guitars at your local dealer or faithguitars.com. But for North American listeners... 
buy direct at faithguitarsusa.com and use the coupon code NERDS for a special 10% off at the checkout. That's USA coupon code NERDS at the checkout. Faith Guitars, award-winning acoustics designed right here in the UK. Going on now at Guitar Center, the Ernie Ball Great Gear Giveaway, where one lucky winner will win over $50,000 in prizes from Ernie Ball Music Man, SKB, Electro Voice, Dynacord, Pedal Train, Vic Firth, Latin Percussion, Zildjian, Toon Track, Guitar Center, DNA Guitar Gear, DW, Remo, TC Electronic, Blue Microphone, Universal Audio, Ampeg, Orange Amplifiers, JHS Pedals, Korg, Martin Guitars, and Ernie Ball. To enter, find codes inside selected packs of Ernie Ball strings in Guitar Center stores and at guitarcenter.com between now and October 30th. US residents only. Visit ernieball.com slash giveaway for full official rules. Ernie Ball presents the Great Gear Giveaway. Going on now, only at Guitar Center. So speaking of things that, uh, that, that speaking guitar of things. nerds have, <laughs> it was speaking a good segue. <laughs> um, uh, we we took uh, took deliver- I ordered a couple of uh, I, I ordered some Zilla cabs. Um, Zillacabs.com, listener, if you've never checked out Zilla cabs, they're absolutely incredible custom cab company. We, so their- we talked about these quite a while ago, right? Yeah, because I ordered them like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, they 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 have finally come through. So I ordered a mini Great advert, that one. Sorry, great advert. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was it's, more. I think it's more that because we are not a real, was, yeah, we're not was, real customers. Yeah, no, it was, it was us. us, not them. To be right. honest, but um, I, I was I was changing you, my mind. Me. things. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, they we uh, we got a mini stack in shell pink with white handles and white like corner bits a basket weave mesh on the on the front is is very lovely i posted a picture of it on the uh on the guitar nerds facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum they're very lovely very good i got them both unloaded in the end i'm going to load them up with a couple of celestians that we've got kicking around here um what are you putting in there again i remember you saying before Oh, I can't remember without them in front of me because it's it's not a very catchy name, but it's it's one of their one of their like full range speakers. Like the it's designed to have it's like massive wattage, like two hundred watt capable speaker that's full range, and then is designed for you to like load an IR into it, sort of thing. Okay. So the irs are inside the computer <laughs> yeah well y- yes exactly so designed for you to use with some form of multi-effects um going into like a power amp or something like that mm-hmm. so i was going to use something like the ashdown newt going into it and then try some bo- uh, some boss gt1000 core um amp combinations and see what that sounds like which is pretty cool and i think the other thing we've got is like a ruby or something like that i can't remember but i'm gonna load that into the other one but the mini stack is awesome so it looks like two four twelve so one angled one straight um but they're just one twelve speaker cabinets very very reasonably priced dear listener if you're thinking about custom cabs and also if you want yourself a stack during lockdown well i mean this is a mini stack so convenient a convenient size for you to have about the home 
I think the ruby, if that's what you've got, I, I think it's the like mid-range version of the Alnico Blue. So like there's the the Alnico Blue is the 15 watt, which is the one that we know best because it was in like Blues Juniors and it's been mm. in uh, AC 15s. <clears throat> and then there's the Alnico Golden Cream, um, and I think which were like higher uh higher wattage and then i think the ruby is like the mid so that's like 35 watts power handling so it'll probably sound really good like the thing that i always loved about the the blue was that it was uh it just it like the the dry the drive just sounded so good like so so good uh when through either the blue junior or the ac15 and um yeah so if if that's if that is what that sounds like i think you're into you're onto a winner there oh yeah i'm i'm very excited i was i was having a look at what guitar heads i have about the house to to run through that one when i get when i get that sorted out and uh i found i found other stuff that i forgot about i totally forgot i had a vox ac10 found that in the garage oh yeah yeah i remember you, you bought remember that? that you bought that for um for that wedding that you did didn't you yeah, some, some, I have no idea. I can't really remember. Maybe. We, we used that for some like early Guitar Nerds videos, didn't we? Yeah, I, I think we did. I think we did. It, it was like, it was super crackly and you guys didn't like it. So we... Well, yeah, because it was broken. Yeah, it wasn't broken. It was just, you know, rock and roll. You <laughs> took it to a wedding and spilled a pint of snake bite into it, probably. Yeah, something like that. Now yeah, that I can believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I found, I've got an Egnator Tweaker 15. That is a weird amp for you to have. I don't know why you've got that. <laughs> I think it was incredibly cheap. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're quite cool. They're perfectly cool. I, I The first time I saw the Ignator stuff, I thought it was the coolest looking amplifiers I'd ever seen. Uh, a friend's band called Vassa, one of the guitarists used to play Ignator stuff. And I just thought it was very cool. So yes, No, they, they are cool. It's just, it's just not what I would suspect you to have. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. This is the funny thing. I've got loads of loads of amp heads here but until these turned up i actually didn't have any guitar cabs because i have lots of combos i have combo amps here but i don't have any separate guitar cabs those are bass cabs and lots of guitar combos but nothing of the others they're the same aren't they yeah sure yeah why not yeah just plug your igniter into one of your uh uh two by 45s or whatever it is that you use for your uh <laughs> Your Ashdown bass head. That is, that is, that oh, what was my... that cab we were looking at the other day, Joe? That was two fifteens. Hmm. You talking? Who did you say, Jay or Joe? Joe. Oh, okay. oh, oh I tell you what, it was. It was a Fender cab. It was the like dual a showman. Oh, the dual the, showman. Yeah. Dual showman. Two fifteens. Well, I. That's what I recorded with on the last couple of Polymath records down at Brighton Electric because they had the two fifteen Fender cab, but they had the Baseman one hundred, um, which sounded. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's I like think the, absolutely the, perfect the stack that now. we saw that was available was the 50 the watt 50, head with the two which 15s. I, it wouldn't be loud enough, the 50. No way. You think? Well, no, no no way. The 100 would be like you'd have I'd to really drive guitar. the 100. I what? reckon. The 100? No, the, the 50. 50. Yeah, the 50. Yeah, because it should be used for guitar. You can't have a live bass gig going through 50 watts. I'm sure you could. Back in the day, you could. I mean... <laughs> Tim plays with a your guitar player uses katanas. Just turn them down a bit. It's still sound the same. Mic it all up. That's all right. Yeah. Aren't you using? You're probably using IEMs and stuff, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we don't even use earplugs. Well, I mean, don't even do gigs. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, no one moment, even does yeah. gigs anymore. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, but, you know, I've got a couple of other cool things here. I've got this Davis amp. Do you remember the Davis amp? Uh-huh. Yeah, the blue one. Ago? Oh, absolutely fantastic. Oh, solid state. No, seven watt valve head. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, re- a little recording head with a lovely effects loop in it. Like uh, really good, really cracking amplifier. Um, so I'm looking forward to giving that a listen because I haven't heard that since it was at Matt's and me and Matt were doing some videos with it a couple of years ago, probably more than a couple of years ago now. So I'm I'm very excited about giving that one a go. I think that will be that will be absolutely cracking. And I, of course, I have that, an Ashdown the... AGM head here as well. So I'm is gonna... that um is that Davis amp the two C eight? Um, I think it might be eight watts rather than seven. Two channel. It is, yes, it yeah, is I'm that just, one. Yeah, have a look now. I, I don't think I ever heard that because we oh, really? we met them at a guitar show, I think, didn't we? I think that was yeah. where we yeah, and I think you and Matt heard that amp, but I don't think I've ever heard it. I'm gonna have to check out some demos. I didn't even realize that you had that. Yeah, uh, yeah, super cool. Matt absolutely loves this, and he hated that it ended up here at mine rather than right. at his. So. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely need to make use of it because it's such a cool idea. I love that there's like a an effects loop mounted into the front with a dry and a wet blend on there. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, really interesting. interesting idea. I guess yeah, made as a kind of pedal platform. Does it? Yeah. What's the drive like on that? I mean, again, like it was a couple of years since I heard it. Um, so all I all I remember from it is that Matt absolutely loved this head. Okay. All right, um, I'm gonna have to give this a listen. I'll, uh, I'll I will say, build quality is is unbelievably good on this. Like okay. sort of, you know, tolexing quality is excellent, and that that's kind of like you know those little attention to detail things. They're very important, and it's seven nine nine they go for these. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm not sure if they're still a company. I mean, the Facebook page hasn't been updated since September 2018. Um, mm. the second most recent post is a picture of you, Joe, saying is it? you should buy this. <laughs> I assume, I assume going <laughs> or something like that. Um, and all of the shops that I can see appear to be out of stock. Um, oh yeah, that is a which picture. Is a, which is a shame because yeah, they were, they were cool. Um, but yes, yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that. I can't find a website. Hmm. It's um, oh, hang on a sec. It's the Matt Twitter. would know. Uh, Matt yeah, here, Twitter. Matt know. There's been no tweets since March 2018. The most recent tweet is a retweet of Yogi the guitarist. So, um, wonder whatever happened to him. Yeah, it seemed like they were doing a lot around 2018. Oh, it'd be interesting to get back in touch, Joe, and find out what they're uh, what they're up to. I will do because it is a fantastic camp, and I plan on making you know kind of a, a lot of use of it over there. Uh, over yeah, the website is. Clearly lapsed. Ah, I see. Well, Very that, weird. That will be that will be a shame because it does look absolutely fantastic. Now, yeah. um, we oh my goodness, I've just seen the time. I we, know, we're uh, forty three we... minutes into this episode. Oh, oh no, we need to do some news. 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 Jay Cross, news. you have an exciting announcement news. for us. Uh, uh, you've got a. Uh, uh, stuff are you are you okay joe <laughs> yes it was an excellent segue by me okay good jay uh, say some news uh so uh fender this week have announced the uh brand new introduction to the american pro 2 
range of guitars. So these are replacing... Is this going to be like Aria Pro 2? Uh, no, this is American Pro 2 by right. Fender. Have you heard of Fender? <laughs> They're yes. like Aria. Just they've been... I think I think they were around a little bit before, I think. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. they well known for their basses. Maybe, maybe that's where you would have heard of them. <laughs> Not sure Aria are quite up there. But um, so, uh, yeah, Fender releasing the new American Pro 2 range. So the old American Pro being discontinued. A uh, whole host of models with new uh, specs and new features. Uh, so to, uh, to it feels like the Pro only just came out. The Pro came out when we were when I was still at GAC, at least, or maybe just Did after it? I left. Oh yeah, I think I remember. No, the I, first was still pros at, I, think coming I was still in. at GAC. Hmm. I feel really? like it was 2015 or 20. Oh no way! Must have been 2015. Maybe it was 2016. Maybe it was just after I left. I'm looking. Maybe right it now. was. Keep keep okay. talking. And I'll find. You a keep date talking. For you. So wait, yeah. Wait. What did okay. the pro replace? The standard though. The didn't standard. It? And I'm sure there were 2018 standards, weren't there? No, definitely not. No, am not. I wrong? No. Okay. Um, keep talking. I'll figure it out. Okay, uh, so um, the American Pro range was, uh, as you said, Joe, kind of replaced the American standard. Uh, it was kind of the, um, it's always been the, the the range that has got like modern playability and modern features, uh, but with classic looks. Uh, so not classic like the American original range, not like the super up-to-date stuff that you get with the American Ultras. But um, and also a a little bit above the entry level models in the American Performer, um, American Pro always super super popular, and um, the specs that are on here, they're like the changes are really really nice. So uh, a bunch of the stuff has um, the, the, so the neck shape is the same. It's still the same deep C, which people always really liked, but it's got uh, softer edges um, and also the uh, neck is now a slightly different finish. It's uh, got Ooh, a nicer... Really? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's got a nicer tint. Is it like uh, a vintage tint? It's it kind looks... of like a vintage type tint. It's not oh my super goodness. vintage. Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a nice little tint on it. And that is the best possible move Fender could ever make. Yeah, that with... And the edges are now rolled and... Still uh, satin it's just, finished necks though, but with a vintage look. Well, so it's... It, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't had a chance to pick oh. up one. So I don't know... The, I don't know how it feels, but from what I have been told, uh, the neck finish is kind of natural feeling. So I think it's going to be kind of a matter type finish. Um, so that's really nice. Um, it uh, has got a change to the neck heel, which is quite a big deal considering this is in the pro range. So when the Ultras came out uh, at the start of this year, um, I don't know if you remember, but the uh, the carvings were all slightly different, and the big change was uh, a, a lot more access to the heel, and that has now been ported over to the American Pro range. Oh no! So it, honestly, it's amazing. I like it. I liked it on no, my. Um, I can't I'm, get behind changing the shape of a Leo Fender design. Well, they, they're, but there's a guitar for you, Joe. The uh, performer. Or the original, yeah. But these the are like the, the pro is like the pro is like the stat. It's like this is the normal, and everything else is a not anymore. Of. No, it's but the that's future. Not, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The American Pro kind of takes parts of the modern, like modern features and classic features, and bangs them together. It's like the modern 
classic. That's what the American Pro is, is it's the, the guitar for the professional musician, which I can understand you not understanding. Um, <laughs> no, I just don't need a contoured heel in order to play It's not play contoured heel. Up. It's not contoured heel. What, what is it then? Okay. okay, it's a contoured heel. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so you know, I did do a bit of research, and the Google machine said January 2017, American <laughs> Professional Series launched. Oh, right, so wow. That's, okay. That is post you, Cross. Yeah, 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 way, way after me. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't realise it was that late. I thought it was earlier than that. Um, so that's what you've got with that. Um, new bridges on all the guitars. Uh, the uh, trome blocks on the strats are all um, cold-rolled steels. It's cold-rolled steel, so it's just a, a like a nicer, more premium uh, trem block. And, uh, yeah, the bridges are all more up-to-date. Um, new pickups in all of the models. Uh, so the V-Mods have been replaced by V-Mod 2. So Ooh, new Tim nice. Shaw designs. Uh, that's in all the single coils. The humbuckers have all been replaced by new versions of the double tap. So the double tap is a pickup we've talked about a couple of times um, in uh, on the podcast. It uh, is a really interesting, and sorry if you've heard me go on about this before, but I think this feature, I think this design is incredible. So you've got uh, the two coils from the humbucker uh traditionally when you have tried to split when you've split a coil so turn that humbucker into a single coil this the one coil that's left is just half of a humbucker and it doesn't sound balanced in comparison to an entire single coil like you would have in the neck so what the double tap does is the coil that you would normally um be left with when you are splitting is overwound and then when it's in humbucker position, it's tapped. So the two coils are balanced. And then when you uh, split the humbucker, it untaps that coil. So you get the full amount of windings, which is just a little bit more, uh, a little bit more oomph. And that makes it balanced with the other two pickups that are in the Strat. Really, really cool design. I absolutely love it. Most people that I talk to, think that that's very boring uh but i think that's (laughs) i think it's really cool because i I always thought that hss strats or you know h uh hh tellies whenever you split them i just thought they sounded a bit weak and this completely um completely solves that uh so that's really cool uh you've also got push push so it's not push pull um and it's not just a button inside the volume control uh, so everything is push push so that brings in on the strats it obviously brings in the uh the uh coil splitting if you use in an hss or it just brings in the neck in any position if you are just using um the uh the normal sss strats uh so that's all that the most important thing though is there's a load of new colors and they look wicked really cool very, i questioned very cool. one of these colors when we when we spoke about this just before the podcast but you've reassured me that it's actually fantastic yeah so okay we'll we'll start with um that one which is probably the most divisive uh and that is the dark knight so the best way to describe the dark knight finish is it's kind of a blue black burst it looks like it's bursting from a light blue on the outside into a black yes and i realize that sounds terrible like you there's no way you can dress that up to make it sound good but 
it looks unbelievable. It looks so good because it's the black and the blue are both kind of like there's like a light sparkle to them, a light metallic ness to them, and when you see it in real life, it looks incredible. It looks really, really good, like very stark. Um, yeah, I, I would absolutely recommend you trying to have a look at one just because it's it's difficult to photograph. It's difficult to get across on a computer screen. And uh, yeah, really absolutely something that you should check out IRL if you get the chance. Uh, similarly, the uh, same situation with the Mercury finish, which is... I guess the the easiest way to describe it is it's kind of like a a modern Antigua. So it has got um it's got like a kind of grey silvery uh part to it, but then there's also the um the like darker darker surround. Uh again, it sounds really bad, but actually in real life they look really really good. Uh so those are those ones. The one for me without a doubt is the new blue finish which is Miami blue. And uh, this is just Ooh, one. That of, sounds attractive. The Miami blue is honestly one of the best colours I've ever seen. The Strat looks so, that with the uh, with the kind of vintage tint on the neck, it, it looks incredible. It like really, really cool. Uh, so another couple of, some of the other finishes, Mystic Surf Green looks really good. Olympic What's White. That? Like a metallic surf green? Yeah, it's a metallic surf green, yeah. Uh, then that color looks great. You've been doing, oh, the Fender have been doing that for a while, right? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Mystic Surf Green has been on a few things. But they yeah, did the- that on that PJ with uh, with like a maple neck and black block inlays. It was like an active PJ. With yeah, the yeah, yeah. God, do you remember so, it? Yeah, you can get that now in the uh, Tele Deluxe, which uh, just yeah looks fantastic. Really, really cool. Um, and uh, what else is there? Yeah, there's white sunburst and a roasted pine available on most models as well, um, which is uh, another one that looks really good. So I, am I, into I actually have the realized... idea of a roasted pine. That sounds great. So I think pine was what the original uh, like broadcasters were made from i think they were pine uh so there's uh there's like a little bit of heritage there to them so that is really cool but yeah basically um all the models you would expect m- almost all the models you would expect are available so uh strat strat hss tele deluxe uh tele uh like you know normal tele uh jazz master and actually the jazz master in the uh dark knight is worth checking out because it looks banging um Precision bass, jazz bass, uh, and so those are all available now. And then from the, I think from the start of the year, uh, they are going to be shipping a five string, both in precision and jazz. So I can't remember the last time because I don't think there was a precision in the American Pro range. Was there? Not Pre- a five, five string. Yeah. So that's cool. New um, metal's coming back, baby. It's I can't wait. Good. Can't wait. And there's a, and there's a fretless jazz. Most importantly, so, so, sorry, sorry, Joe. Did you say something? You cut out there. Oh, Joe. <sighs> Joe? Yes. There's you... a fretless jazz. 
It's really exciting. Mark, can you hear him? I can't. I, sorry, I've blocked out certain I'll, words. I, 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 assume, brain, I assume we'll come back in. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll carry on talking. You know how uh, like so, people mute certain words on Twitter? That's what I've done with the word fretless. <laughs> so I can't hear it in my brain anymore. Yes, there is a fretless model. Uh, the fretless model is available in uh, in The Dark Knight as well, as well as uh, White and Sunburst. Uh, so some interesting colours available in the, uh, the Weirdos guitars. Uh, speaking <laughs> of Weirdos guitars, you can get them in left-handed as well. Um, so... So uh, <laughs> there's uh, the um, again Jazz Master available in the uh, in the Dark Knight left-handed looks banging and um, yeah that's it there's loads going on there they look wicked um, definitely recommend checking them out um, the 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 ones for me the the big highlights are the uh, the the strat in Miami blue the these are uh, cool sounding colors yeah the strat in Miami blue is is amazing like really really cool the um that's the, the Mystic, one that stood out to me like the Miami yeah. blue looks so good yeah it is really like it's the best I th- I think that might be the best blue I've ever seen on a on a guitar because I'm wow. I, I've never been a big in general I've not been a big fan of blues like I don't mind you don't like the Sonic blues. and Daphne I don't mind Sonic and Daphne like it's fine but like you know once you move away from that I think blue is hard to do like I'd never like that ca- um candy apple blue or um what were mm. some of the other blues that you could well, get I in? love all like the the you know the Pelhams what's the Fender version of Pelham called Lake Placid. I don't okay. like Lake Placid. I and also, I don't think that's color. the Fender version of Pelham. No. I've, I've never liked Lake Placid. Chrome was... Blue. Do you remember that? No. That was on Lake Ameri- Placid was American Standards for a while. Do you, do you remember I that you what... Mexican Standard Blue that was... Uh, yeah, Blue Agave. Awful. Oh, awful colour. I'll tell awful. you what the, uh, what the Miami Blue looks like. is It looks a bit like Tails Turquoise, which is a wicked blue. That, yeah. I think, has only ever been available as a custom shop colour. Uh, but that is wicked, and that is kind of what the uh, what what this looks like. But yeah, the Dark Knight, I think, is going to split opinion. Um, I think it looks absolutely quality. Uh, so, yeah, I can have a look only and... get behind colours that have existed since the 50s. Uh, what about Burgundy Mist? Joe. Available on a 62. Okay, Close yeah. Enough. Uh, oh, so 62 is the 50s, well, is it? You know, the 50s, 50s now, and 60s. Let's say the 50s. the 50s and 60s. Joe, he's 28 until he's 29. That's all I've got to tell you. It's a football joke for you. Oh, okay. Right, that's, uh, I didn't, didn't understand what you meant. No, I know. Uh, no no burgundy I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Me and about four other people that listened would have found that very funny. Yeah, well. Oh, yes. I, just, I just Googled Miami Blue and I mean, there's no pictures of the guitars at the moment, but there is pictures of various different cars in Miami Blue. Yeah. And I'm not a car person at all, but cars in Miami Blue look absolutely fantastic. There's a loads of load of Porsche stuff here. Yeah. They look so good. That's my new favourite colour. I've decided. It, it looks wicked. Also, if you Google Miami Blue, very lovely looking butterfly uh over over there subspecies of thomas's blue which is which is very beautiful oh yeah i'm looking at that right now there we go it's nice but yeah miami blue that's the one for me um yeah really really cool color no burgundy mist no and apparently no burgundy mist for anybody ever again because it's a 60s color sorry joe it's it's locked in the 60s that one joe you can never have it again yeah i I understand it's like the disney vault the colors go back into the vault and you can't have them (laughs) 
I understand that 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 makes that makes sense. And that that actually uh, that brings us up to time for this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. We're what, going to be continuing. What are we doing on the Patreon? What are we doing? We're taking a lot. Questions. I forgot. What do we do these? I've, I've well, done this yeah, for a long time. I, I mean, yeah. So I was I was going to let you know in my outro speech what we'd be doing, but no, I can tell you now. Outro um, speech. Yeah, it's like an outro. I, I pre-write speech. it and prepare it. Is this a new it. thing? But, no. Today we celebrate our Independence Day. Are you Bill Pullman? <laughs> We will not vanish without a fight. <laughs> we will not without a fight. We're gonna live on. We're going to survive. I mean, today that is... we celebrate Bill Pullman Day. That is truly one of the best speeches, one of the yeah. best monologues in any movie. It's yeah. so good. He's he is so wicked. good in the sinner. I, I love Bill Paul. I didn't think that was a very good show. Oh, I really enjoyed I all that. three that, series of that's that. That's one of the worst shows um, I've ever watched. It's it's absolutely fact. It's definitely too highbrow for you. But it's, it's not very good. At all. It's very oh, good God, indeed. It was it's rubbish. dark and wonderful and it's got Bill Pullman in it. Anything with Bill Pullman is good. Oh, hated that yeah. show. He, he Bill Pullman makes any show that he's in. Bill Pullman Day. Anyway, yes, over on the Patreon, we're going to be answering some questions from the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Dear listener, join us there if you haven't already and get involved in the discussion. You can join us on Patreon. We've got three tiers where you can support us, the dollar, $5, and $10 tier. At the $1 tier, you'll get this episode ad-free and early. At the $5 tier, you get access to all our Patreon specials where we answer all the questions from the group and, of course, the back catalogue of everything we've done previously. And at the $10 tier, you get all those things. Plus, I'll sing your name in a song at the end of the podcast. We will, of course, be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. And you can follow us on all of the major social platforms with at Guitar Nerds. I did that the wrong way around. You, considering you were like, oh, I've written this down. You, well, I, I can't believe no, you. because Mark had, you know, messed it up. So I thought, well, I'll do it. I'll just do it without the thing. Uh, that's fair enough. I, I'm I'm all right with blaming Mark for stuff. How long have you been hosting this? What, two and a half years? Something like Does, that? Yeah. You still can't remember the outro. Well, it's complicated. There's a lot of it. There's a lot to remember. Mm. I still think we made it too complicated. I, I mean, it's it your show. Be, you can do what you want with yeah, it. Yeah, do whatever you want. 50 dollars what that's the only tier now (laughs) (laughs) yes um i mean you know do whatever you need to joe okay all right anyway we'll uh, we'll catch you next week for more of this guitar nerdery you already said that farewell (laughs) catch us next week for more of this guitar nerdery farewell Catch us next week for more of this guitar nerdery! Alright, I'm just gonna stop recording now. <laughs>